What's up guys, this is Wences. Welcome back to my channel where we talk about personal development for INFJs and how to create an epic life on your terms. Today we're talking about what INFJs envy others for. And let's be honest, INFJs are not the jealous type. INFJs are definitely not the type that gets envious of others or that doesn't want others to experience any fun. Not just because we want others to be happy, but more so because we know it doesn't mean anything. If we see another person happy with their partner, it's like, okay, that's a great partner for them. If we see another person really being happy in their career and that being like, let's say some career that we have no interest in, we're not going to get jealous of that. We know those things. But there's this one thing that makes everything change. There's this one thing that we as INFJs always get envious of and that is how others experience their life. We have to understand why this is happening. See, we as INFJs are so good at absorbing other people's emotions. And when we see somebody experiencing life to the fullest, at least that's how it seems to us, they seem to tap into something that we're not capable of. We get obsessed over it. Not so much because we don't want the other person to have fun or we don't want the other person to be successful or anything like this, but because there is something that makes us look at this direction and we can't look away. Today we're gonna talk about why this is happening, how we can take this not just as a lesson learned, but how we can transform this in order to create that life that makes us not be envious of anybody else because we're already living everything that we want. And it's probably not what you think it is. Before we get started, I wanna remind you if you wanna take the next step in creating your INFJ epic life, then work with me privately, all the information you find below. The way we INFJs work, the way we approach life is through our first function. Of course, that's the way for every type. For us particular, it's NI. And of course, then it becomes the NIFE combination. So it's an emotional atmosphere. And through FE, we actually get to pick up how others are feeling. FE is not just about creating harmony. It's a common language that we sort of all share and we recognize what that language is. It's an emotional atmosphere and then we combine it with NI. So what does that have to do with being jealous or envious of others? So. If we take the world through those two functions, we not only have an emotional atmosphere that we live through all the time, but we're so aware of how others are experiencing it. And remember, we always mistakenly think that the way we think others experience their life is exactly how they're experiencing it. This is a typical INFJ thing. Like, I'm not here to tell you that we can pick up if others have hidden agendas or if others have some kind of trauma that they're carrying with them and they might not be aware of it. It's on such a subconscious level that we're seeing it based on the emotional atmosphere that they give off. So just us being around them, like the empath qualities that we have, we pick it up. We see, oh, that person doesn't want to express their vulnerability in that particular area because they haven't worked through that or they feel insecure in this one area. And also we experience if they have something that makes them feel alive some kind of intrinsic power, some kind of joy for life that we so often feel like we have no access to. But here's the thing, we have to remember everything we pick up, we always pick it up through our own filter. There is no way around it. What we experience, as I said, might be true as in they have a trauma, but still the way you experience it, imagine it as a language, imagine it as a sense. It's still our sense. It's still our language. It's our interpretation of that situation. It's not what that person experiences. So what does that tell us? That tells us that if we experience something through another person, it's something that we intrinsically 
carry within us. This is the most important aspect of this entire exercise. And this is the one thing that so many, me included for the longest time, completely ignore. We see a person and we think, oh wow, that person really has it all together. That person really enjoys life. They want to take on the next thing. Why can't I feel this? And what happens as a consequence of this, we get obsessed over it because it feels like we have no other choice. Our thoughts are drawn to this because every single time we absorb that other person's emotion, our internal energy level rises up. It's like we're taking some kind of drug or we're experiencing a high. It gets us out of our negative emotions, even if it just for that moment. The problem with this is clear, right? It isn't healthy in the long run because you cannot have that person. It doesn't mean that it has to be a partner. It can be a partner or a potential partner, but it can be a friend. It can be a colleague. It can even be, let's say a music star or a television personality or something, something that you pick up that you look at and you feel like, okay, that really gets me hooked. Most of the time it is a real person because characters cannot really have that emotional atmosphere that real people can have. Of course, if you have that, it's like even better, but very often it is a combination of something that you either are completely obsessed over because it's happening right in front of your face, or it's somebody, let's say a music star or some kind of celebrity that you're so obsessed with, you focus in on that person and you imagine everything there is about it. I personally don't think that this is a bad thing because these things have changed my life completely. A lot of you know that when I first started my journey, which was I think eight years ago, I really honed in on my appreciation for Lil' Kim and Lil' Kim at the era, let's say 2000. So this wasn't about the language of her songs, which were like the most controversial thing. It was because she is an ESTP, the way she expressed herself through her clothes, through her message, through that power, it just inspired me so much. And I got obsessed over it, but in a positive way. But I've also done this with people where it definitely wasn't a positive way. It was when it came to a potential partner. In this case, that was an ENFJ. And with ENFJs and INFJs, as you can imagine, a lot of emotional absorption can happen because ENFJs can portray so much of who they want to be and who they are through their FE and we can pick it up so well. Similarly, it happens vice versa. But so in this case, that happened and I couldn't stop obsessing over that person. So you might say, okay, so why is this about jealousy? Why does that have anything to do with being envious? Because it is. When you have a person like this, or when you have somebody that you can't look away from, there's always the sense for us INFJs, oh, they have something that I would want. Very often we think, okay, if I'm with that person, I can sort of lean back and just be part of their world. So I get to experience all of this. But same thing when you look at, let's say a figure or somebody that inspires you, somebody where you look at them and you say, oh, they are having such a good life. Why am I not? Like there's something, there's this power within them. For us very often, that's a combination of SE. It's a combination of FE, like really those functions that we have within us, but we're not really utilizing. So why is it so important to understand this? Okay, this is happening through my filter. This is happening through your filter. That means automatically, if there's somebody that you're envious of, there is something about their energy that is part of you. 
Because what is really happening? You're projecting something onto that person. You cannot project this on anybody. They of course have to be the foundation of it. But since you're thinking about it, you're experiencing those emotions. This is part of you. The emotional atmosphere that you see within that person is something that you intrinsically carry with you. What I think of that person is not the same thing as what the other person thinks of them. It's just not the case. And the sooner we recognize it, the better. And this is a really good lesson for us INFJs to understand because it's abstract. We have to think about it from a more subconscious level, from a level of, okay, let me look at it from a bird's eye perspective. What is really going on? And if that person is somebody that you can't have in your life, or let's say it's a person who's your colleague or somebody who is experiencing a lot of things that you're not experiencing, that also doesn't mean that you should be doing what they're doing in order to feel those emotions. That's not the thing. If that person, for example, is let's say a politician, just as an example, and they have so much fun with that and they're in their element and they grow through that. Does that mean that you have to be a politician because you see that within them? No. Not at all. What we're seeing is that that person is tapping into their authentic self at that moment in time. Because if we're not tapping into our authentic self, we cannot experience intrinsic power. Everything we do, we do out of force. You can also read about this in Power Versus Force by David R. Hawkins. It becomes very clear. Force are always the things that you push, 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 and it's not something you can do forever. I've said this in a lot of my videos. If you take something on and you want it to be sustainable, you want it to be real, you want to feel like this is your INFJ epic life, it has to be something where you feel like I could do this for the rest of my life and it wouldn't get too much for me. Force is not like that. So if you would go out and become a politician just because you see that person is being a politician and they're loving life, you're not gonna have fun necessarily, of course, if that's exactly who you want to be, that's a different story. But in most cases, the fact that the other person is a politician or that in my case, Lil' Kim was a rapper and she was wearing really colorful clothes, which was one of the main things that got me so attracted to that energy, does not mean that I have to do it. That doesn't mean that if I become a politician or if I start wearing colorful clothes, I will feel the way I want. And we INFJs are smart enough to know this beforehand. That's why we don't even go that route. We don't say, okay, that person is taking that route. So I just have to do exactly what that person does. And then I'm going to be happy. Maybe we've tried that once or twice in our life. We know that's not working. And that's where most INFJs stop. That's where I stopped so many times before I really worked through this because we don't know what to do then. All we know is we're jealous of that person. We don't want to really admit it. It's actually an envy. It's an envy for life, for joy, for life. And the only way to experience this is to actually become a sidekick to that person's story, to be part of their world, because in that way we get to experience more of this. But this is happening always at a price. Because no matter what you do, it's not completely on your terms. That person isn't a blank slate that you can project everything on. That person will have their own agenda. That person will have their own path. And with that, they will also do things that are not completely in alignment with what will make you feel good. So there's always this discrepancy. There's always this dilemma of, oh, you can't let go of this because it's sort of like a drug. It makes you feel so alive. 
there are always aspects to this that don't make you feel good. Let's say in order for me to experience this, I have to put myself into their world. And in order for me to put myself into their world, I have to dim my light. I have to be less of who I am. I have to keep myself small, you know, a lot of things. That is always the case. That's just a fact. It doesn't matter that that person wants you to grow. It doesn't matter that that person is a good person or anything like this. It's just that if you want to experience the world through another, you of course have to dim your light. You have to make yourself small because imagine you would have this like vast place of energy that you can fill up and you can fill this up with your own energy. And if you do this, you sort of get numb to all the energy that is happening outside of that. I've said this before that once I started my journey, I understood my best friend much less before that. I knew every single thing that bothered her. I knew all the music she loved. I knew every little detail of her emotionality because I loved it so much. There was so much to it. You know, she's an INFP. She's very artistic. It made me feel feel more alive. And the moment I realized I have to choose me, I have to grow myself. I automatically lost the ability to absorb her energy, at least to such an extent, because if I'm small, then I can of course fill my space up way more with other people's sense of self and their emotionality and their emotional atmosphere. If I fill that space up, there's nothing that can enter. You're already full, but that is where we want to get to. We want to fill the space up. And what I can tell you now that I've gone through this is that it will be that much more fun. It will be that much better that you won't want to go back. Very often people say to me, okay, but if I do this, am I not going to recognize that it was so much better before and just want to go back into who I was? No, that's what I thought. I thought that's what's going to happen. I thought I had no other choice. I had to choose me because the price I was paying in order to be around that other emotional atmosphere was too high. I felt like I just didn't have another choice. I had to go through it. And if that meant I'm never going to be happy, then it's okay because otherwise I'm just going to to have a reality break. There's no way I could stay in that place because that person back then was completely gaslighting me. It was completely making me feel like totally unworthy, a bad person and all of these things. But now looking back, there is no way I would ever go back because if you fill up your space, you make so much happen. Emotionally speaking, you start feeling alive. You're not even able to experience that other people are having so much fun. You see it on a rational level. You can sympathize with that. You can anticipate it, but it's not the same. You don't really feel it in your soul because your soul is filled up with all that energy you're giving to yourself. So what do you do if you want to stop being jealous of others? If you want to stop that feeling of envy and this feeling of others are experiencing life so completely. And I'm just here observing it. The point is to close that door to say, no matter what's going on, I cannot be focused more on another person than I'm focused on myself. That does not make you a bad person. That does not make you somebody who's unlovable, but it has to start with you loving yourself first, you choosing yourself first, and you'll recognize that it'll look differently than what you expected. So for me in that case, with the person who gaslighted me, who was an ENFJ, who actually I thought wanted to go into politics, we recognized later on, no, he never wanted that. That's something I thought. 
God because he was good at it, but he actually wanted to take a step back. He wanted to focus on his music and all of that. But the thing that I felt about that person going into the political area more was actually my urge to grow to be more expressive, to be out there, to talk to people, to make them feel something, to inspire them, to lead. It was something within me. And people give us the opportunity to project onto that. When I saw Lil' Kim, and as I said, this was still in a way that was healthy because I was able to see that as inspiration. For me stepping out of the norm, for me doing something extravagant didn't mean that I'm going to become a rap star, that I'm going to start wearing colorful clothes and talk whatever it is that I want to say in a track. But still, that energy I took with me, which was be out there, do something that nobody expects, break barriers, break boundaries. The boundaries and the barriers that I had put for myself. Because when I started this channel, what kind of barriers did I break? I broke the barrier of people thinking I'm normal. Because the moment I started talking about all of these things, nobody could pretend like I'm that other person. They couldn't project anything they wanted onto me. They couldn't pretend that I'm like a normal person. No, I stepped out and became able to be judged. Before that, I was a blank slate. People could think about me whatever they wanted. But now I gave people a reason to dislike me. If they like me or not, most people don't even care. That's on them. But I stepped out into it. And the more I started taking on that power that I projected, let's say on that figure, Lil' Kim, or on that person that I was going through all of these things with, I stopped caring about them. I stopped caring about all of them. Yes, on some level, I still like some of the songs I liked back then that really inspired me, like Last Day, for example, but it's not the same how it used to be. It's not that I saw that figure and I said, oh, there's such power, there's such ambition, there's so much drive. I'm not feeling that because I'm not projecting that onto her anymore, on that figure. I am projecting this on nobody and I'm living it. I'm making choices that allow me to grow. So if you get in a position where you're jealous of people, take this as a great chance to find that within you. What is it that you see that person doing that you're so envious of? What do you think makes them feel so alive? And what do you have to do in order to feel this in your bones? What do you have to do to feel like you're stepping out of your shell, you're stepping into your power, you're using your SE. No matter how strong or weak it is, it doesn't matter, it's yours. And we have to tap into this in order to feel all of this excitement. Step out of the norm, step out of what boundaries and what rules you have set up for yourself. Make it happen step by step and create that INFJ epic life for you. It's right here in front of you and once you do this, jealousy won't be a topic anymore. Remember, if you want my personal help with this process, then work with me privately, all the information you find below. And if you wanna watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video on INFJ, the transformational warriors. Like always, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I talk to you next time. Bye.